We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, we are back. We, maybe not we, um, I'm here with Calvin Wetzel, fellow Her Hoop Stats contributor, uh, my guy from Spread the Floor, uh, and we're joined by one of the most prolific shooters uh, in college basketball history, uh, ready to cement her name uh, on the sport forever in a few weeks. Uh, we'll actually be betting on that at the very end of this episode. Calvin and I have different <laughs> thoughts about when it's going to happen, but uh, Taylor Robertson, T-Rob, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You know, I, uh, I have to say this, get it out now. My entire family went to UT. I'm very sorry. I didn't do it though. <laughs> I did I'll not forgive them. Oh God. And she's nice. Uh, I went the D three route, figured I would transfer eventually, but, uh, I have never been to Norman, Oklahoma. I've heard it's a great time, uh, from all my <laughs> friends who went there. Um, I know that you have family bonds. Uh, that was kind of one of the big decision or big factors in your decision ending up choosing or to end up choosing OU. Uh, but what is it about Norman that people like me who have never been are missing out on? Norman's a cool town. Um, there's always something to do, something going on, um, whether it's on campus for college kids or just like in the community, there's always things going around. And Oklahoma City is not that far, so that's always a cool thing to have, like the Thunders in town. So it's always fun to go and watch them play, too. Uh, they could use some shooters right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. Uh, Calvin, I, I do uh, – Calvin didn't believe me, but I was reading this article, awesome article about you uh, by Emily Schumacher in Sports Illustrated. Um all shooters are superstitious, but this mozzarella cheese stick thing. Um, 
uh, one, are they were like they from your high school? Uh, I know Sonic makes great cheese sticks. My wife loves mozzarella sticks. Um, so one, where were they from? Two, is there a new snack now on game day? Um, they were from Sonic, and that was Ooh. strictly just a high school thing. Definitely not anymore. Um, I don't really have too many uh, food superstitions anymore. It's mostly just like basketball wise. Like yeah. getting my shots up in pregame and putting my shoes on the same way and stuff like that. So I what? So Dana, you haven't sent me that link yet. I haven't even read this. What is this cheese stick story with the superstition? This is from I high school. To, yeah, before uh, every game in high school, I would always um, eat mozzarella sticks from Sonic for lunch on game days. My mom would pick it up and bring it home for me to eat. And yeah, that's about it. It's. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I, I, I mean, that, that's definitely the most random one I've ever heard of. Um, I love it. My like we don't have Sonic where we live in New York City and we're in Texas for a little while. My wife is obsessed with cheese sticks from Sonic. Um, she dips them in ketchup, though. I find it. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> I find it. I what? find it insane. I mean, I, you know, I'm thinking about divorce after that one. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm all great shooters have so much. Uh, so many things they go through prep wise. Um, what's your typical game day like? Um, in pregame, I always get out there around two hours before tip and I go through my normal uh, shooting routine. Um, I do like form shots, mid range at all the five spots, like 10 of each, and then back it up and do threes at each spot, and then free throws. And then I don't know how specific you want me to be, but. Like I'll do uh, like one leg free throws and then I'll back up and do a couple threes, like just like balance stuff. And then I'll do deep ones and then a little off the dribble and then just like game shots. And then I'll go and sit down for a little bit before a uh, team warm up start and just take it in. Love that. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to have to eat some cheese sticks from Sonic before my next rec league game because obviously whatever, whatever you're doing has been, you know, it has worked out for you, but yeah. Um, I wanted to ask a little bit about kind of playing for Coach Bronchek because I live in like Missouri Valley territory. You can probably see the Illinois State stuff behind me. So she, when she was at Drake, you know, she came here. We, we played them twice a year and I, you know, kind of got pretty familiar with her system. Obviously very, you know, up-tempo, just unique system. Like uh, you played, you know, three years before her, right? And then uh, she came and uh took over the program like what was it like kind of adjusting to to her style of play her style of play is fun um it's fun for everybody everybody's got the green light and we don't really have a lot of plays we just kind of have actions and it's on us to just make reads and that's what makes it so fun for us to play in and also fun to watch because it's just we're just playing basketball yeah, did you feel like it took a little bit of time? Uh, you know, obviously you guys are really thriving in it now, but how, how long did it, do you feel like it took you from, uh, you know, like that summer, that first off season when she arrived to sort of really feel comfortable in that? It took a little bit. It didn't take that long because some of it was kind of similar uh, to what we had been doing, but it kind of just putting it all together. And it was just really fun to be able to learn a new offense and kind of style and just to get used to it and get super comfortable where the shots are going to come from. So I'm sure obviously that's part of it, you know, just um, kind of that, that style, but 
you didn't have a winning season in your first three years. Now, obviously, last year, great season this year, great start so far. Uh, like how just what all went into kind of that turnaround last year and how did you guys, you know, get to this level where you've been at the last couple of years? Um, I think that we really all bought in and to the style that we were going to play um, on both sides of the ball and just the energy and the competitiveness that the whole coaching staff brought with them and that we already kind of had on our team and just put it together and just being really tough and just playing really hard to win games. I, that's, that's what it takes for me. I mean, uh, I mean the, we were watching Calvin and I probably watch way too, too many basketball games, but, uh, we were watching uh, the Baylor game this, this last couple of days. And I think I tweeted, I was like, okay, Oklahoma wake up. Uh, and it's, it's crazy how you can go from being like down 21 to four, uh, mm-hmm. to basically tied in a matter of like five minutes. Uh, it is fun basketball to watch. I'm, I'm assuming most of the people listening or watching have, uh, definitely watched you play over the years. It's pretty wild to have three, you know, key contributors on a team uh, stay together for, uh, especially with COVID now, for five years. Uh, can you talk about what that bond between you and your fellow fifth-year seniors is like? Because uh, you basically grew up together um, post-high school and the success that you three are all having. I think that the reason why me, Maddie, Anna all stay together. That's just like the character that we all have that we want to stay here. And we know we have something really special. And with the coaches and our teammates that are surrounding us, like we know we have something special here and we wanted to still be a part of that and keep building the foundation and kind of finish what we started. Cause we were all thrown into the fire when we were younger, a couple years ago, uh, trying to figure it out and everything. And now, to be able to have the opportunity that we have. We all knew that we wanted to be a part of this. I love that. I mean, so many people with the transfer portal are, I mean, it's almost, you know, like NBA free agency or something. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So uh, to see people stick around, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to say one thing um, bad about Norman, but like there's so many cool cities that are, that are out there. <laughs> Um, that you could have gone to, but y'all love it uh, and you stick together. That's so cool. We don't see that too often, mm-hmm. and I appreciate it. Sticking on the Big 12 route, what is your favorite or who is your favorite team to play and why is it West Virginia? <laughs> I, I mean, look at the numbers. Uh, I think 30 made threes. Um, I there's never been a game with less than four threes made against them. Uh, it's it's really bad what you do in that state uh, for West Virginia fans. Um, is there a favorite place to play besides that? I mean, obviously, uh, I love playing in our gym. Yeah. Um, I think West Virginia is the main, but one of my favorites. I like playing in Kansas too. Just well, yeah, you're from there, Kansas, and can have a lot of family in there, so that's cool. Yeah, don't. Go ahead, Gal. Go ahead, Dan. I, well, I was just going to ask kind of the opposite question. Like, what's the toughest or most challenging place that, you you know, road venue that you've ever played at in your career? Um, I think Iowa State's up there. They always bring a really good crowd, and they're always really good. And it's a tough place to play. I think that in the Big 12, that's probably one of the tougher ones. Yeah. You, she hasn't been to the, the new Moody Center yet, okay? <laughs> Looking forward to it. 
don't 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 kill my horns like that or my dad's horns my mom's horns you know what i mean i can't say that (laughs) i'm a fake uh fake fan i guess um but 54 percent against west virginia when i was looking at that over five years like that is that is uh not many people can say that they're they've consistently dominated against a team but uh but it's there i think that you have more games with seven at least seven made threes and you do with uh one or zero which is kind of mind-blowing uh there's like one game in your career where you attempted no field goals uh your freshman year (laughs) i just can't imagine taylor robertson doing that you know what i mean yeah i don't know if that would really happen as much (laughs) now (laughs) i'd hope not and calvin you had a crazy stat about like the comparison of her threes to twos I had, yeah, I had a couple stats, but the one you're talking about first off is, I mean, obviously you, you've always taken more threes than, you know, twos, but this year in particular, you've taken 93 threes and you've taken eight twos in like whatever, how many games you played more than eight. It's like less than one a game. Like I, obviously everyone knows what you're going to do. You know, it's not like it's a secret that you're, you know, like if you're 40 feet out, it doesn't matter. Like everyone knows you could pull it, um, you know, like what, but you still get those good looks off. You still get seven eight good shot attempts a game from deep like how how are you able to get you know get your shots when like entire game plans are sometimes uh just devised around you like that i think a lot of credit uh should go to my teammates for that because they're the ones they either set me a screen to get me open for a split second so i can get it off or they're like always finding me in transition because that's the usually that's the easiest time for me to try to get a clean look because defense is scrambling back because uh, a lot of teams run back to the paint first, trying to prevent layups. When when they play us, they kind of have to try to do both. So when they're not paying attention or they run back in trying to prevent the layup, then uh, all the guards, they always seem to find me in transition, throwing the ball ahead. Yeah, I love that. And, I mean, obviously that's that fits you guys' you know system perfectly. And, and mm-hmm. you guys are, you know, one of the most up-tempo teams. I, I believe uh, – I was looking this up earlier – the – the lowest number of seconds per possession. So like the fastest team in the country in terms of like the, how long your possessions are, because there, you just have so many transition opportunities. Um, so, I mean, you guys weren't, you know, necessarily like a slow team before coach Bronchek got there, but do you, obviously now you guys have even kind of ramped it up. Do you feel like that has really just kind of helped open things up for you? Yeah, I think it was beneficial that before uh, coach Jenny got here, we kind of were already a little bit up tempo and not just like walking the ball up the floor. So we kind of were used to it a little bit. Um, I don't know how much I kept talking in case it was working, but I didn't. <laughs> it's all good. We, we definitely heard that you already played with, uh, you know, at least some tempo uh, and she kind of just opened it up for you guys. I do wonder, I mean, watching, uh, watching you all play is like terrible for my heart. Cause I, even in my best shape, I don't think I could, you know, keep up a pace like that. Uh, and definitely not now, you know, t- 10 years post-grad almost. No, I'm not that. Eight years post-grad. So coming into the heart of the Big 12, uh, I, I'm not going to say anything bad about officiating, but I don't know how long y'all's game took the other night. Uh, I felt like I sat there for three hours. Uh your offense is prime to be one of those big 12 type of uh type of games every night. Is there any team that has like 
a annoyingly tough defense or scheme that really gets you all out of a funk that uh, it's really hard to kind of adjust to or slows the game down? Uh, I think each team kind of does it in their own way a little bit. I know Texas has like their full court press that they use a lot. So if there's either a lot of free throws or dead balls where they can get set in their press, then that can slow us down a little bit. Um, But whenever we do play them, we just try to get the ball out. Like if they score, just try to get the ball out out of bounds and get it in quick and go before they can kind of get set in their half court defense to try to slow us down. Yeah, you know, I mean, I watched them foul TCU a million times the other night. <laughs> TCU shot 42 free throws and 42 field goals. It was just stupid. <laughs> Along the, the same lines of, like, you know, teams that maybe can kind of get you out of your rhythm, I was just am curious about, like, maybe a player who has been able to do that or, like, just who who in your career has been, like, the toughest defender that's guarded you or that one player who you're like, man, I, like, I wouldn't mind if, I, you know, I was never guarded by them again. Um, that's a hard one because it kind of depends on the game too, where I, I think one of the hardest ones I've ever had, uh, was Dee Dee Richards from mm-hmm. Baylor a couple years ago. Yeah. She, was she was our good. first guest on the show. She was really good. Yeah. We're going to have to shout Dee Dee out. Um, <laughs> we'll clip this. So I'll see her in New York in a few months here. Uh, big, big ups. From from Taylor there. I mean that Baylor team was tough. Yeah. God. God th- that feels so long ago. <laughs> yes. It does it does? Uh, Calvin, what was that stat you had about uh, her three point foul rate yeah, or something? So, like that? so I mean, this made me think of like James Harden or something. I know you're you're a James Harden fan. Uh, Wait, Dano, you? But, uh, oh, I thought you were saying Taylor was. I was about. Oh to no. Well, maybe lose. I don't know. I know you are. <laughs> I, Where are you? I mean, I like him. I like Steph Curry more, though. He's my favorite. I mean, yeah, okay. Fair. Yeah. Okay. I, um, so last year, you got fouled on 24 threes, which was more than any other entire team in the country except for New Mexico. They had 25. So, like, at 300 some entire teams in the country didn't do this as much as you you're, individually did. Like, is that something that you, you know, I, okay, like I was talking about James Harden. I know he kind of like, he, they changed the whole NBA rules for him because he tries to draw these fouls on threes and no, it's you, know, be, it don't, do you got to phrase it right. He's one of the smartest <laughs> players to ever play. Um, uh, no shade, no shade. I like it. It, it is smart. I, then that's what I want to ask you about. Is it something that you feel like you uh, have like intentionally, you know, tried to be smart about it and try to draw draw fouls or catch defenders you know when they're jumping or is that something that you just take so many threes you just naturally get fouled on a bunch because you just shoot so many I think sometimes it just happens because I do shoot so many but there's a lot of times where I've gotten better over the years of like feeling the defense like if I'm coming off of a screen or a handoff or something and they're trailing like I can kind of feel them on my hip and I know if I shoot it like they're going to be in my space and like I can just I you just know when you do it so many times and I know that they're going to foul me. So I know it's just let it go and try to, I mean, try to make it, don't just shoot it to get fouled. So I think that it's just from practice over the years. And big 12 refs. <laughs> no, Taylor loves the big 12 refs. I love the big 12 refs. I'm going to stop complaining about them on Twitter. I promise. Okay. Uh, 
All right. So right now you are at 486 career made threes. Is that right? That's that's what I added up. Yeah. Okay. Is there is there like a counter or anything like uh like do they have some type of sign or anything in the stadium at OU? Yeah. Uh, down on the floor, they've had it all year this year where it a little tracker that they move every time I make one, which is that's cool. so sick. That's so sick. Uh, so we are what thirteen away from tying, right? Is my math off on that? Wait, wait, you said no, no, eleven. Four ninety-seven, right? Yeah. So eleven. Eleven. Yeah, eleven to tie, twelve to break. I think. Does that sound right? Okay. All right, let, let's look at the last three games. Yep, six, six, four. All right. Uh, so if people who follow her hoop stats, uh, you also should know about spread the floor. Uh, her hoop stats, uh, basically betting advice, uh, where we only bet on women's basketball. We give advice. We have shows, whatnot. Calvin and I bet on a lot of women's basketball. We love betting on you, Taylor. We'll say that. Um, <laughs> but this bet, uh, is a is a friendly bet between Calvin and I. Um, we want to bet on which game that you will break the record. Uh, so I'm going to jump out and say that you are going to do it at home against Kansas. It's only natural. That's uh, three games from now. I I know you're a better or in the Big Twelve over your career. I think 43% on the road, 40% at home. Going to have one. Uh, or two big games come come Kansas time. It's 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 go time. You know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So see the thing is, so when Dana and I were texting about this, I said like, all right, and and I picked first, and I said like, I'm gonna go with the fourth game from now on the road at TCU. But like the more I think about it, I mean like I I feel like I'm probably selling you short on that. Like number one because I feel like yeah. you get there in three games. Yeah. Number two because like you have to do it at home. But it also like doesn't work as a bet if I pick the same thing as Dana. That's true. So but you did pick I, first. I did pick first. So Are you saying you knew I was going to be basic about it? <laughs> I I should have let you on first is the thing. Um, I mean, I kind of have to stick with that now because I said it and it has to be different. But I do like I would definitely take the under on like how soon. Oh, you for know, sure. sooner than that. Like it's not going to be after that game for sure. That's like the latest it'll happen. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, right? Uh, we both could be wrong. You could have, uh, I mean, you've had. It could be next game. Yeah. I mean, you, you haven't. Have you had 10 threes yet in a, in a game? No, only Just nine. Times. All right. We're, we, need to, we need to have a double digit three game. Got That's you. what we need. That's what we need. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, then, then, of course, 500 will come after that. Uh, we're going to pass the all-time men's leader, but I think there's somebody in the men's who's also like trying to pass that as well. So we got to keep up that, that pace, but are they going to make some like T Rob 500 shirts? That would those be in the works. Okay. Cause I wanted to design one. I was like, I I'll, I'll get you the NIL profit. I don't have, I don't know how to do that, but we'll run the design by you. Um, I don't know if there's a T Rob logo already made, but we'll incorporate the 500 in it. It's going to be sick. Um, but Jordan Brand should be making that already for you. What are, they're slacking? I know you need to talk to them. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get in the lab. We're gonna design it. Uh, we'll send you some proofs, and then we'll we'll sell them to all our subscribers. We can send uh, send shirts to everybody. Um, all the money is gonna go to Taylor because that's the beauty of NIL. We love it. 
Dano makes some sick shirts too. Like I, Dano, like I, how many shirts do I own that you've made already? And I don't like, know, Dano, a few. Dano we is, haven't. <laughs> we haven't done one with a college player though. No, we haven't. That's that Taylor's a great first one to do that with. I feel like. Are we? Are we literally creating a company right now? Are we I think we are. I think we just did. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, look at this. From podcast to company, uh, <laughs> we love it. Um, Taylor, do you have anything you want to plug? I don't know. I'm good. <laughs> hey, watch everybody watch Taylor break the all-time three-point record. Shout out Kelsey Mitchell. Uh, it's gonna happen. Hopefully, uh, next game. Um, but I'm shooting for three. It's going to be a beautiful moment. Uh, but yeah, watch OU Women's Basketball all the time. Uh, look up their stats right now. They're insane on our website, herhoopstats.com. And uh, we'll be back next week with an awesome show. Uh, thanks for coming on, Taylor. Thank you for having me. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.